From KCUR Studios, I'm Suzanne Hogan. And I'm Cody Newell. And this is Question Quest. setting out to find landmarks, oddities, legends, all the curious things in the Midwest that make you wonder, what's up with that? We'll put them in two decks of cards, shuffle them up, and take turns each week sending each other on a quest to find out the answer. So today is your turn, Suzanne. Let's do this. Okay. For anybody who skateboarded in the Kansas City area in the 80s and 90s, U Animal U was the place to be. Folks remember it fondly for its zany owner, Ed, but the store mysteriously closed in the 90s. Whatever happened to it and whatever happened to Ed? And then there's a picture of like a multicolored neon sign that I'm guessing was maybe outside of the store. And it says U Animal U on it. And there's an alligator and a monkey. I bet you know a thing or two about skating, Suzanne. I know a little bit. I mean, I used to work at a bike shop that would sell uh, BMX stuff and skateboarding stuff. Okay. I tried to learn how to skate one summer. Like, I tried to do a pop shove it the entire summer. The entire summer? Well, I I thought that if I just mastered this one thing that this would be like the gateway into understanding more things. Okay. And I was terrible at it. I just got too many bruises and I eventually just kind of gave up. I mean, I have a lot of friends who are skaters. I know a little bit about skateboarding, but I don't know a lot by any means. Sure. So you don't know about U Animal U then? No, I don't. And I was born in 1984, so U Animal U was way before my time. So, okay, before I go out on this quest, I guess, Cody, we need to take care of some business. Oh, yeah. Do you know your legislators? And do you know the major issues in your state? Well, we're not going to answer those questions here, but if you head over to a different KCUR Studios podcast, Statehouse Blend, they're going to answer those questions for Missouri and Kansas. You can join hosts Brian Ellison and Sam Zeff as they talk with politicians over coffee and donuts and talk about the issues in each statehouse. That's Statehouse Blend on iTunes or Google Play. All right, back to the quest. So I decided to go to a skate park in downtown Kansas City to try to find some skaters who might know something about U Animal U. Have you ever heard of the, the skate shop U Animal U? No. I quickly realized that I need to reach out to older skaters. I did my first board slide in their parking lot. Michael Bernard is 40. He used to go to U Animal U with his buddies when he was a kid. What he remembers about the store? Well, he says it definitely had a tiki theme going on. It was decorated with bamboo, had tiki hut dressing rooms, palm trees. Between all the decorations and merchandise, the place was completely packed to the brim with stuff. Like, the racks were stuffed with clothes. You had to, like, push and get pressured it just to pull out a t-shirt. I learned from Michael that the store had to move a couple times within its nearly 15 years of being around, but it basically stayed within the same general suburban area. It had the obvious skateboard gear like decks, wheels, shoes, but it also had snowboards and surfboards in Kansas. Maybe even wetsuits, which is totally absurd. And I think he usually employed like high school age girls. Really huge hair. A lot of the guys I talked to who were in middle school back then say they really remember the girls who worked behind the counter. 
the Aquanet hairspray that made their hair big with different colors. So 80s. I know. Kids would cram inside the already packed store to buy things or just loiter, watching skate videos. And the store carried fashions that kids couldn't really find in other places in the Midwest. Like surf-style shorts with prints of sharks and flowers, neon fanny packs, goofy watches, berets. And there were also animals. I vaguely remember, like, parrots and cockatoos and stuff. I kind of feel like there may have been a monkey. (laughs) (laughs) What? A a monkey? Yeah, a monkey. Go on. Okay. I mean, if there was not a monkey, this is definitely a place where if you saw a monkey, you would not think this is out of place at all. So that's my friend and colleague here at KCUR, Alex Smith. He also remembers going to U-Animal-U. The owner had the vibe of somebody who would have a monkey as a pet. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just always wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, I'm not really sure what his story is. I mean, he he definitely kind of seemed like he may have been a a transplant from California or maybe from some kind of tropical location or something. Kids would come from all over the region to shop there. It became a place where they could meet other people who were into skating. The owner, Ed, also had a skate team and hosted events that brought professional skaters in. My friend Ryan Elrod grew up around the corner from the shop and remembers Ed really well. I think he always had like a big iguana inside of a big cage inside there. Ryan actually used to do some odd jobs for Ed. He says it was weird because, well, Ed was kind of weird. Nice, eccentric. But it was also weird because Ed didn't skate and he never had. So why did he have a skate shop then? I mean, it seems like he was just an older guy who caught on early to the popularity of surfwear and skateboarding. Just kind of a wacky businessman with a thing for animals. So there was like a skate shop, you know, and all those clothes. And But then in the corner, he had like puppies and stuff for sale, which I always thought was kind of weird. Ryan still has nostalgia for You Animal You, even though the store closed back in 1999. He says Ed and the store really had an impact on him. I just... You know, I thank him, really, for having such an awesome shop and something so cutting edge in Kansas City at the time. So whatever happened to Ed? Well, Ryan says I should talk to Dan Askew. He runs Escapist, a newer skate shop in downtown Kansas City. My grandma used to take us to U all the time. I remember I was probably like 14 or 15, and we were always trying to convince her to open a shop. Soon after U Animal U closed in 1999, Dan did open his own shop in 2000. His place looks a lot different from what I hear U Animal U is like. It has a sleek, clean design, tall ceilings, a gallery, hundreds of decks decorate the walls. He says he still remembers his very first skateboard, the board he got from U Animal U. It's 80s, so you, you know, my I had pink trucks and you know, purple grip tape and all this crazy stuff. Dan says he still gets that same thrill every time he sells a kid their first board. Because to him, and a lot of skaters, this isn't just about skateboarding. It's about something else. Total freedom, do what you want, on your own terms, the way you want. Okay, so I want to stop for just a second here. Okay. So I kind of feel like everybody has their own you, animal you type of place. Like the way that these guys talk about this place, it got me thinking that even though I'd never been to this store, I really get the idea behind that nostalgia for it. Well, you must have some place in mind. Yeah, I do. I mean, so there was this video store that my sisters and I would go to when we were kids. And well, they had a calendar. And 
every day they'd have like a different thing that if you did, you could get a dollar off. So it was either like a trivia question or wear a funny hat or um, just all types of stuff. Such a video store thing to do. Yeah. Well, and also the other good thing about it was the people who worked there really got to know us because Mm -hmm. we'd go in there every weekend. And every week they would make these recommendations of movies, horror movies that we would really get into. And it just kind of felt like that place shaped me in some way. I can't quite put my finger on it, but even though that place isn't around anymore, I still think about it a lot and just have really fond memories of it. Yeah. Do you have a place like that? Well, uh, the place that comes to mind for me is this place called Funko Land, which was this video game store. And eventually it turned into like a number of different video game stores, but in its original incarnation it was like this really awesome store where they had these big catalogs that said like the price of every game in there and they had hundreds of games in there and I used to just love going in there like I'd go in there with like my cousin or my my dad and a lot of times I wouldn't even buy a game I would just want to get the catalog just to like look at the games and and take it home and kind of highlight things and whatnot and it just has like a lot of like you said like that kind of nostalgic value for me that's cool but anyways, back to you, Animal You. So did the skateboard shop guy know how to find Ed? Dan? Yeah. Well, what was interesting is that he actually wanted to talk to Ed, too, to talk shop after all these years. And he said that he hadn't seen Ed since before the store closed, like, as far back as 94 or 95. Wow. But he did have an idea that I'm surprised I hadn't thought of before, which was to check eBay. So he literally typed in, you, Animal You, no spaces in the search engine. And sure enough, he popped up. And I messaged him, and he got back to me in, like, five minutes. So we set up a time to meet. I go to a McDonald's, which is across the parking lot from where the last new animal U was located. Ed? Oh, how are you? Ed Reed is now 77. And every morning, he meets about 20 other people at this McDonald's to talk about the day's news, their health, anything, really. Really every morning. One time, one of the regulars, who's in her 80s, couldn't get to her car for some reason, and she drove her riding lawnmower so that she wouldn't miss it. That's amazing. It's called the Mickey D's Club, but that's like a whole other story in itself. So anyways, Ed and I decided to go to a skate park nearby. He pulls out binders and binders of skateboard stickers. They're part of his personal collection now. The stuff he's not selling on eBay. The stuff he is selling on eBay fills his basement. Here's Rock Monster. And they had all kinds of fun ones, too. First things first, Ed is not from California or Florida, as he was rumored to be. He's actually from Kansas City. So why the wacky surf, skate, snowboard shop in Kansas? Well, it all started on vacation. In the early 80s, Ed and his wife had been running a school bus business. They would take their motor home on regular trips to Florida. On vacation, they'd buy things like surf shorts with loud prints that people were selling on the beach for their son, Brent. And when he'd come home during the summer, he's wearing them. His friends would say, Brent, where'd you get those? He said, well, I got them in Florida. And they said, next time you go, would you bring me some back and I'll give you the money for it. It's okay. The next vacation, the Reeds were driving their motor home to Florida and their son Brent had a wad of cash. He was counting his money and putting it here and there. And I says, what is all that, Brent? He says, well... Tom wants one, and you know Bill, and he, and just on and on. He had like a half a dozen or more. He had a sack full of shorts when he came back. So Ed and his wife thought to themselves, there's something here. They did some research and then planned to open a store selling coastal fashions. Then we thought, well, what are we going to name it? So I said, well, Animal House, that sounds fun, because these kids are like animals. But because of the movie Animal House, that name wasn't an option. 
So one night, Ed and his wife were watching a movie. He can't remember which one. And in a scene, the woman stares into the man's eyes and says, Oh, you animal, you. And Ed thought, that's it. That's the name. The store opened in 1985. <laughs> Nothing was as fun as you animal, you. And I would fun to play tricks with, with the kids, you know. We had like a bar with all the skateboards behind it. And right above the counter, I had this great big old rubber spider. And I tied a uh, fishing line onto it. And I strung it up through the ceiling. And of course, all the kids would bring their buddies in, and they'd move that stool right underneath that spider, so I would put that spider down on their head. And what was their reaction? Oh, it was, they'd jump and the kids just laugh. Ed says they did actually sell some surf and snowboards, though not a lot. Yes, high school girls worked there, and there were real animals, because, well, Ed loves animals, and kids love animals. I had a um, iguana, and her name was Juana. The iguana from Tijuana. Juana would sit on Ed's shoulder as he walked around the store. And there was Veronica, the cockatoo. And as people would come in the store, she'd go like this to him. Ed widens his eyes and sways his neck from side to side. And they would start laughing. Then she would start laughing. It was hysterical every time. So I heard a rumor of a monkey. No, we didn't have any monkeys. What? No monkey? No monkey. Ugh. Total disappointment. But it's yeah. funny how our brains have a way of remembering things like that when we're younger. So, yeah, there was no monkey, but there were probably some monkey-like decorations around. So Ed says he kind of understands the confusion. Sure. Did you ever have puppies? Yeah, we had puppies and kittens. The part pet store-skate store hybrid was more towards the end. After a dispute with the landlord regarding raising the rent, Ed decided to just close the store in 1999. He says he was tired of being there every day, and he just didn't have the energy to move and do it all over again. He eventually took a job at Dillard, selling shoes, and then eventually retired. So whatever happened to the animals, like Juana the Iguana? Well, I'll tell you more about Juana in just a minute. But I know for certain that Ed still has one of the birds, Ashley. Uh, she was a regular at UAnimal U, too. Because he took me to his house a few weeks after our first interview so that I could meet her. Ashley, I got company for you, honey. Let me see if I Okay. Ed tells me that since we last talked, he hasn't been able to get something off of his mind. I just kept thinking about it and kept thinking about it. He says, after I told him about all of the people that I talked to in order to find him, and the stories about how much they were affected by him and his store, he decided that he wanted to go visit Dan from the Escapist Skate Shop to see how he's doing and what his shop is like. Ed hasn't been in a skate shop since You Animal You, and he's not sure he'll recognize Dan now that he's all grown. But he brought along an old hat and some old You Animal You stickers to give to him. Go on in, then I'll follow you. Well, are you nervous? Well, no, just go on in first, because I will see what he does. Okay. I walk in, Ed walks in, and then Dan's face goes from confused to all smiles. <laughs> I'm nervous. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> Another guy, Nish, happens to be in the store too. He was also a regular at U Animal U as a kid. Did you ever go to U Animal U? Oh, yeah, I did. Ed. All right, on. <laughs> and also, like Dan, eventually opened up his own skate shop. Uh -huh. Nice. And I've got some rector knee pads, but they're all small. Ed's eyes are wide. Dan and him go on and on and on, talking about how things have changed and how some things have stayed the same. It goes in cycles, oh, yeah. except this has been a long time. And even though it is a different time, one place has come and gone, it feels like it's here again in some way through Ed and Dan. And one thing's for sure, Ed is totally in his element inside a skate shop. 
showing a side of him that's rejuvenated, excited, and he's having a lot of fun. The end. That was very nice. Um, we close Question Quest episode two now with some you animal you trivia. Are oh. you ready? Oh God, I guess so. So you remember Wana? You know Wana, the iguana from Tijuana. I do know Wana. Which of these facts is not true about Wana? Oh God. A. After you animal you, Wana went on to live a life of luxury with one of Ed's friends who had a waterfall and a pool, especially for her. B. Wana laid three eggs that never hatched. C. Wana was known to wear a magician's hat around the store and was rumored to have magical powers. D. Wana had a third eye. So pool life of luxury, eggs, magician's hat, third eye. Which of these is not true? Okay. Third eye. No. Iguanas have, like, uh, it's called a parietal eye. Um, it's like a sensory what? eye. <laughs> the false one is C. Wanda was known to wear a magician's hat. She never wore a magician's hat. Everything uh, else is true. Dang. So that's it. You fail. <laughs> I fail. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening to Question Quest. If you have some ideas for places you want us to explore, send us an email at questionquest at kcur.org or find us on Twitter. I'm at Cody Newell, and we've got a page set up for the show that's at QQ underscore podcast. Get in touch with us, and we'll put your ideas and places to explore in our decks. Music this week is by Le Profs de Skids and Suzanne. Our producers are Sylvia Maria Gross and Brianna O'Higgins. I'm Cody Newell, and you're Suzanne. Suzanne Hogan. Yep. Tune in next week.